Okay, another Nerding Daily episode. Today, we're going to talk about the new Godzilla movie. Actually, is it really a Godzilla movie? It's more like a, it's Godzilla versus King Kong. So it's, but was it King Kong versus Godzilla? Did they reverse it? I don't know, but there are, there's at least one old movie where they fight. Where they fight? Okay. I never saw it, but. And remember, because they don't have the rights to King Kong, it's Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, you're right. I, I did I did notice that. They don't Kong have the rights the King. to King Kong? Oh. Which is universal, I think. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. So 1963. Check out that poster. Dude, that thing is awesome. That is so awesome. <laughs> 1963, King Kong versus Godzilla. And from what I read, I think they've faced off more than more than just that movie before and there's always been a winner so yeah here's another one. Oh no that's king no that's not king kong never mind yeah so i can only find one right now but man there's dozens of kong or godzilla movies there are so. yeah there are but today we're going to talk about godzilla versus kong cool so uh first impressions what did what did you guys think i, li- I liked it it's um all these Godzilla movies recently and uh, Kong Skull Island, they're all, you know, just kind of silly, enjoyable movies for me. This one kind of took a turn more into sci-fi territory Mm -hmm. instead of the whole like, oh, well, you know, every movie there's the big monster fights that people like. And then there's the the human interactions, which nobody usually cares for. (laughs) They they throw the humans into this like sci-fi shallow or hollower thing. And it tries to make it more interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a it's a different way to do things. And for the main villain being who it is, then it kind of works. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Um, definitely. The humans are the weakest part, but that's not why we watch these movies. Right. You know, and what's crazy is all of these have good actors in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet somehow I, I think Kong Skull Island was the only one where the humans it was a more interesting story, but that one was a little bit easier because of the, the way that it was set up, going to Skull Island and, and all of that. But that one definitely had the the best overall cast, or or I guess characters. I'll say characters. Um, but yeah, like some of the storylines were a little bit weak. But I mean, that's not why I watch. It. I mean, like I think this one had probably the best fight scenes, uh, monster fight scenes overall uh, from the, these four these four movies but yeah all four of them have been a blast they've been fun yeah no complaints yeah i i really enjoyed it i watched it twice actually and then i watched um i just wanted to compare the the uh the godzilla movie before i'm I'm pretty familiar with um the skull island kong skull island movie enough but i didn't i think i've only seen the first godzilla once um so i wanted to see uh how this movie related to and there actually it, it does continue with the the finding of the skull of the monster zero which i forgot about yeah which is, is it Ghidorah? It's Ghidorah, but don't they call him yeah. Monster Zero? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. call him both. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. You know that was. I'm glad that they maintained that um, continuity and how they kind of. If you hadn't seen that movie and you see this one, they they kind of catch you up. But yeah, I, I really I really enjoyed it. Um, I think the first time it was way better. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know everything's exciting and new. I think this movie. I think having Kong in it, I like how they maintained oh. his personality. I really I, I really liked how they gave Kong a little bit more of a uh, personality. Like you kind of see like the softer side of Kong, you know. And he's got this relationship with a girl who knows sign language, and she, I guess. She 
she's the last surviving villager to some disaster of the of her people that we weren't privy to seeing. But um, yeah, we were Skull Island. I forgot. You don't see them get destroyed, but it's those people. It's those people. Yeah, yeah. But we don't see them just get destroyed is what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I figured that she was one of those villagers. Yeah, I, I kind of liked that relationship. At first, I was confused <laughs> and thought it was the lady's daughter the first time I watched it. Because I was kind of confused to who she was. <laughs> and I didn't pick mm-hmm. up on that. I, I, I kind of liked that little bit of storyline in there. I, I And I, at the first round, I liked the hollow earth thing. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. But the second time I saw it, it kind of kind of seemed way too familiar, and it felt too much like the same storyline to the journey of the center of the earth, <laughs> where the guy's uh, brother oh. goes missing, and then this guy has to go find him. You know, and I was like, oh wait a minute. But anyway, that's just <laughs> nitpicky. Wow. I, I've never even seen those movies, any of the journey movies. So I I, I don't know. I thought that was a, a clever enough idea. Yeah. Well, journey of the center of the earth is Jules Verne. I mean, that was a book yeah. over a hundred years before it was those movies. Actually, I went back and watched the original 1933 King Kong after watching this. Nice. I'd never seen it before. And obviously, if you just look at it from today's point of view, especially after watching the special effects in Godzilla vs. Kong, like it's weak. But when you realize, like, when you try to like put yourself in that time period, I mean, that must have been amazing to see. And even then, even though some of the effects don't hold up because it's been 90 years, uh, <clears throat> Like the effects are actually more impressive than I anticipated, and there's a lot more action, and it's it's fun. The acting's pretty terrible in a couple of scenes, except for Faye Ray, <laughs> uh, the lead. She is phenomenal. And then I rewatched the Peter Jackson one. I haven't seen that in a while. Oh yeah. And uh, well, that's got some. Uh, Robert stuck his tongue out for you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. That one, um, I liked it. I loved it the first time I saw it. But then, like, uh, it's been forever, and. It's got some cheese ball moments, but there's, there's, I watched it right after the original and there's some pretty cool, uh, callbacks to the original. And then there's some pretty cool moments. There's some lower moments, but there's some pretty cool moments in those. So yeah, I, I don't know. I've always been a fan of Kong more than Godzilla. I think Kong is more not relatable, but he likable, likable. Like yeah. he communicates more with the, with people and like connects with people more than Godzilla does. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And one thing that people don't give uh, Kong Skull Island credit for is the other King Kong movies are all about exploitation. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah. about exploiting King Kong. And this one, there's like a genuine connection. And um, Charlie actually uh, told me, because Charlie knows um, ASL, sign language, that it is like specifically like that little girl was doing perfect sign language. Whoa. Uh, to Kong, I, I guess she's actually deaf. So she is. She I, saw, I, I saw an interview with the cast, and wow, she's actually cool. deaf. So, which is pretty cool. Yeah, she was. I, I really liked her. Yeah, I can't say the same for Millie Bobby Brown though. <laughs> I she, she yeah. was pretty unnecessary for this film, to be honest. I don't, they almost could have just had her. They could have just said, "Hey, she's at college or whatever." <laughs> we wouldn't know. We, we didn't really need that. That side of it, that whole yeah. th- that whole side of the story was just weird, and how they got to did they even go to Hollow Earth? I don't even know. Or some facility on the other side? I think they went through, right? They went through it. Yeah, they went from Florida to like Hong Kong or whatever it was. No, no, was no. That was, was that, I don't remember if that was through Hollow Earth though. I just thought that was like a, a tunnel that they built to Hong Kong. Oh, it was okay. But yeah, yeah I mean their side, their, that human side with her and gosh, I love freaking Ricky Baker. Yeah. Was was the friend that kid's awesome but Brian like, Kyrie Henry yes like yeah. they were they were funny but Millie Bobby Brown was just like there was nothing to her character in this mm. one 
Yeah. And that, that kind of bummed me out because you could have had, I know Kong, Kongsville Island was set in the 50s or 60s or late 60s. That, yeah. During... Uh, you could have had like, you could have aged up like, uh, you know, Tom Hiddleston or anybody else from that movie or had some kind of connection with them instead of Millie Bobby Brown, which is just, she's, she's yeah. not necessary. Yeah. He's just like, hey, guys, look at this. Oh, come on. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it that, well, that's like, her acting ability all four of these movies have like some similar writers they're not always the exact same ones that i think they've got like one or two that have been in, in them all then have other people try to spice it up but they always have a vanilla character i mean aaron taylor johnson in the first godzilla yeah i mean he was just boring like and millie bobby brown and both this and god the second godzilla and it's just um yeah it's just <laughs> a waste but whatever i mean that's why i think like you were saying kong skull island did a better job with the the human characters because i mean to me those are some of the most memorable right yeah they had a good uh they had a good range you know they also had a lot of perfectly timed comedy in that movie yeah like it wasn't like to the point of being cheesy it was the point of like it still had the same tone of like seriousness and danger but it these funny moments that would just come in and you're just like, oh, okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Just, just like over the top enough. Over the top yeah. to be appropriate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'll still say, I, I think Kong Skull Island is my favorite of the four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's the most complete of the movies. Yeah, I agree. And it, and it has such a great ending. I mean, really <laughs> like from I mean, beginning to end, it's, it's good. It's a, it's a movie I can watch over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, this one, though, um, Godzilla versus Kong, it was nice that there was like actual like reactions to the humans being there, mm-hmm. like especially in the final uh, fight, like they actually help out both Kong and Godzilla. Right. So it's not yeah. just like, oh, we're just watching. Oh, now it's over. Yay. Right. It's like they kind of do stuff. Yeah. They, you they... know. Um... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say they jumpstart Kong's heart. Yeah, <laughs> <Something>? <laughs> there is some. Yeah, they have some purpose. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> They're there to like support him. <laughs> you got this, buddy. <laughs> uh, you know, after the the second Godzilla, I mean, it did well, but not nearly as well as they had hoped. And so, but they had already greenlit this one and was already they're they're already moving on it. So there was a lot of rumors that this would probably be the last. But now it was like blew up, like it's the biggest. Co- you know, movie since co- you know COVID hit, and uh, it was—I mean—it was bigger than Justice League and Wonder and Wonder Woman for HBO, um, which is just crazy. Like, so it had the numbers on HBO and it had the numbers in the theaters because it's just a you know fun, watchable movie that's not four hours. It's not as dumb as Wonder or Wonder Wonder Woman, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I kind of like more, just maybe with less <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More monsters. Christopher Nolan thought he's going to bring everybody back to theaters. Nope. No. <laughs> Alex Wingard. <laughs> wow. That's wild. That is wild. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Crazy. You know, of, of all the um, movies that have hit in the last year on streaming, this one feels like like the first major blockbuster to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Wonder Woman 84, not so much. Mm-hmm. Justice League is just too, is too hefty. I yeah. can never see people going to the theater to see it. But this is all about spectacle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would work perfectly. This is a theater movie for sure. Uh, and I think Tenet, he just rushed it. Like, I think Tenet, 
And it, but it wouldn't have been like this because this is just fun. Tenet was was yeah. too heady, I think, for people. Um, you know what's what frustrates me though is I you know this had this huge reaction or you know reception and people really grabbed hold of it, and yet you get like an announcement today that Paramount's pushing back movies again. Mm. Uh, and you know I think it was after it hit that Black Widow got pushed back. Um, I could be wrong. That it was pretty close together. But it's just a bummer, man. Like, I am ready to embrace movies, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, do you guys have theaters open in, in Albuquerque? Nope. No. No, Which other parts of Mexico, sense. but not here. Makes no sense. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we're the we're the county that it's, like, still struggling to lower the numbers here. So they're keeping them closed. Well, that's so where the most population, population is. <laughs> so yeah. We're never going to get to turquoise. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, it was, I think, a couple days after um, they started getting numbers for Godzilla vs. Kong, the Black Widow, they delayed it because it was supposed to be May, and then they pushed it to June and said it's also going to be on demand. Mm. Because they're, they're, they're covering all their bases just to be safe, but, I mean, this shows them that, hey, you can still yeah. release a movie and have it be successful Absolutely. in theaters. So. Yeah, for me, I had, I had the option to, because they have theaters open here where I'm at, like, and I thought about it, and I'm like, man, I could go. I didn't have anyone to go with, and I don't, I'm okay with going by myself. But I'm just like, man, it's I'm already I'm already paying for HBO Max. I mean, there are certain movies I've mentioned before, like when Dune comes out, I will see Dune in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one it was I saw the other three in theaters, and so I was kind of debating. I ended up going the HBO Max route, and I saw something else in theaters. So we we can cover that when we talk about what we've been watching. But uh, yeah, I, I I went HBO, and I know James did, and I. You were going to try to see it, Robert, in theaters, but... Yeah, I was going to try to see it. The plans fell through, so... Um, HBO Max it was, but, you know, it's it's a nice, like, family experience. And, you know, with uh, Black Widow, with them giving you the option of on-demand or in theaters, I kind of want to watch it on-demand, just because, yeah, it's a stupid $30 surcharge on top of Disney+, Plus, but 30 bucks. but you have, I mean, in my case, four people watching. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so kind of worth it. It's going to be 30 bucks anyway. <laughs> yeah. And you watch it as, you know, if you wanted to rewatch it, you can. You don't mm-hmm. have to pay the 30 bucks again. Yeah. It's, I mean, it has its place. Yeah. I I probably will see Black Widow in theaters. Um, but um, partially that, as I want to see it in theaters, but partially it's also, I don't want to keep, I don't want to give the $30 access fee to Disney. Like I want them to stop doing that. <laughs> I heard that Raya and the last dragon bombed, but yet they keep pushing it. Now they're going to do uh, Cruella and they're going to do black widow. They've announced they're going to be, you know, the $30 access, but I, I don't think it's been doing well. So it's like, hopefully it, it fails and they stop doing that for their case. The Pixar movies work better that people really get attached to it and it doesn't have the $30 surcharge. Um, what is it? Luca yeah. is the Pixar movie come out. That looks super good. And I'm happy yes. that it's just going to be part of, you know, Disney plus, but the HBO max thing is just, it's, it's good to have, but it's, it's still in this weird area where there's no extra surcharge, but it's only there for 30 days. So you're kind of in a rush to watch it because they want to have those numbers right away. Right, right. Like, I get it, but it also makes me, I mean, I've already missed a couple movies that's, you know, been out of that 30-day window. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely nothing I would see in theaters. But this one, uh, yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong, I would totally see it in theaters if <laughs> given the opportunity. Right. What was that one with uh, Jared Leto, the little things? Yeah. Yeah. I never, that's the one that I, I didn't catch with, and i'm just with like 
Rami Malik. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm okay. And uh, Denzel. Did you see it, James? Yeah, I saw it. And it was actually the best Denzel movie I've seen since uh, Fallen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it. I wasn't that interested. I did see Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh. And that was good. Oh, that uh, was the other one. Oh. Oh, man. I ran out of time on that. Daniel Kaluuya is amazing. And Lakeith Stanfield was really, really good, too. And then Jesse Plemons is always good as a creepy, you know, fat Damon. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what else other than Wonder Woman that I saw that was in their thing. I don't really, I'm not really into Mortal Kombat. I just, I want to, want to, I want to want to see it, but I just can't. <laughs> can't bring myself to be interested. Yeah, me neither. That's one of those movies I would never see in theaters. So, no, we'll yeah. see. Um, back to Godzilla versus Kong. Do we have anything else to say about it? Well, you know, Mecha Godzilla. You know what I have to say is I did enjoy the flow of the movie. It felt like I didn't I don't feel like there was a slow point where I was like, gosh, hurry up with this. You know what I mean? And and usually I get like that. And what I really kind of liked is they added a mystery when they did get to Hollow Earth and he finds this city or he's like drawn. Oh, well, let's, let's get to the Hollow Earth portion too. how amazing that was the way it's circular and there's a mountain and you got the the center of you got like the core of the earth as the sun. How freaking awesome is that? I've like I told Josh I've had dreams like that. Like it's crazy. <laughs> it was crazy cool for me, and I really enjoyed how when Khan gets drawn to this area, he just knows, and he goes that way, and he leaps, and there's like a mysterious giant statue. Like, did you guys notice that finger pointing? And he's like reaching yeah. for it. It gives this whole new mystique to like a possible prequel that could happen that involves like his ancestors that I want to see because there's this temple or something, giant doors, they've got axes. I'm like, what? Who built this? (laughs) What is this? I want to know more about it. So I'm hoping maybe some down in the future we get like a prehistoric uh, setting of uh, Kong and like some like, I don't know, battle movie. I don't know what they'll come up with, but I hope it's good. And I don't know if anyone else picked up on that junk, but I thought the axe was cool and how it charged it with the radiation and used it against um, uh, Godzilla. But then later Godzilla ends up charging it against their battle against uh, who was the other character that they, uh, Mecha Godzilla, Mega Godzilla, Godzilla. Yeah, that was cool. That was a nice surprise too. Yeah. No, yeah, Hollow Earth was cool. I liked all the other creatures, like the, the crazy hell bat things and the crazy um, flying cobra, giant cobra. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, and him ripping the head off and then drinking it. and Yeah. They're going gross. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to see more <laughs> creatures in Hollow Earth. Like, like show me more of that. <laughs> yeah, yes. So I mean. Cool. So cool. Yeah. I don't think that they would take the risk of making a prequel uh, set in that, but at least like a at least like a flashback. Mm. Like if they ever do another Kong movie, then it'd be cool him just exploring and finding these mysteries. Yeah, right, of I the see. Hollow Earth. When you could even do kind of like like Lord of the Rings, like they do the beginning. You know, the second one they have you know Gandalf's Balrog battle, and the third one you have uh, the background of of Smeagol or Smeagol becoming Gollum. You yeah, know, like yeah, have like an opening that's that's back then, and then have kind of connection to him finding that uh i'm all for that come on yeah how weird that hollow earth is could be actually called middle earth if you think about it 
<laughs> he finds Gandalf. <laughs> he destroys the Eye of Sauron. That's his job. But it was really the Eye of Kong's mother. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Her name is Marsha. Her name is Marsha. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> love that that's good oh, yeah uh, the director alex wingard have you guys seen any of his movies uh-uh. i i'm wishy-washy because some of them i've heard good things i mean it, it didn't have any kind of like specific like cinematic flair or anything it just this felt just you know like a good big blockbuster movie i i, I don't know if he has like a special like taste or anything you know I don't know. Yeah, I've heard the guest is fun. Um, the rest yeah. of his stuff doesn't doesn't even look interesting to me. But he's got some. Um, he wants to do Thundercats. He wants to do a Face Off reboot. What? Like what the heck? An Event Horizon? <laughs> like who is this guy? Like <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna take crazy '90 movies and '80 cartoons and '80s cartoons and just be crazy with them. So I don't know. He's got me intrigued. Yeah, it's just one of those names. Like you think it would be one of the directors. Or someone from the past movies, and I was kind of surprised to see it wasn't, but it still kind of flows like it was. They all they always use a different one. You know, the first Godzilla had the guy that he went on to do Rogue One, um, and Kong Skull Island. His name uh, Jordan Boat Roberts, or however you say it. Um, he did the Kings of Summer. He's supposed to do the Metal Gear Solid movie, but that hasn't come to mm. fruition yet. And then yeah, the, the other Godzilla was someone else, and so no, no, interesting. Huh. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any of his movies. Well, I might have seen Death Note, but I think there's a couple of those, right? Yeah, this was the Netflix one with with uh, Willem Dafoe. As oh, the, yeah. oh, I saw that. Never mind. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I watched the anime because it's only like 10 episodes. Yeah. And that's actually interesting. But the this adaptation of it was just awful. Okay. Um, so, James, yes. uh, what did you think about the whole Mechagodzilla thing? How he comes to life? How... He kind of uh, takes over and reprograms himself you know, and all that. I kind of liked you were the top. Well, I kind of liked the idea. I don't think it would be possible for. Well, a it's a skull. We never saw a brain, right? It was just the right. skull. It was like into, it's which was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I just roll with it. You know, you don't try to question horror movies or or uh, monster movies too much because it takes the fun out of it. But yeah, I I, I kind of thought I kind of liked the twist because it's like turning the gun on the bad guy in a way you know <laughs> and but the weird thing was just how they defeated him by throwing the alcohol on the computer <laughs> I, thought that yeah. was, I thought that was a little weak um yeah even though i yeah, get it several weak things like that i really that wanted to, yeah. i wanted kong and godzilla's team up to really be the real reason i feel like it was just kind of like a deflated victory when he pulls off the head after they basically destroyed him anyway. <laughs> he's just like, oh let's let's give Kong a win. <laughs> you know? Like he's a like he's a uh like a retired boxer or something, you know, yeah. someone that can't fight. Well they they said it fifty times. He's an apex predator. <laughs> there can't be two apex predators, obviously. <laughs> Like, well, they really doubled down on that freaking word. I mean, yeah, how they, apex, apex, apex. But how cool was, I mean, <laughs> Godzilla submitted uh, Kong and then they scream in each other's face. You know, I thought that scream was, was pretty good. I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was the, in theaters well, at that moment, actually. That I mean, the whole, like, 
the colors. I mean, the colors in some of these movies are awesome. Oh, you know, yeah. The use of red in the first Godzilla, the use of blue and yellow in the second, you know, all the cool colors in Kong Skull Island. But this one, that Hong Kong fight scene was. Oh, I love was, that city. Yeah. Man, that was just fun. Like, it's just yeah. really cool. Well, I like how yeah, he just they, leaves his axe there, too, forever. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to keep this here. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's kind of, I don't know, a little off putting to me is. Every time Godzilla kills people and they just they just let it go at the end of the movie. They're just like, whatever. Yep. He'll still protect most of us. Right. Right. It's utilitarianism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first the first Godzilla attack, it was like it killed eight people. Blah, blah. And then at the end, it's just like, oh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they'll be innocent. Bystander. That <laughs> What's that? Always with Godzilla. I feel like they're too like. See, that's where I feel like Kong can connect back. Like mm-hmm. Godzilla's just like, I'm not going to bother with you and you're too not important for me. And I'll only bother with you if I want to fight someone else <laughs> or right. if you do something to piss me off. Like, and they like adore him. And it's just like, no, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he's very that. reptilian. If you think about it, I mean, that's a reptilian persona Yeah, to be that so, way. It's the it's the reptilian brain to be kind of dumb about this stuff, <laughs> but uh, um, I don't know. It just it it almost like with all these Godzilla movies, and I don't mean just the last three, right. uh, the recent ones, but all of them in the past, it it teeters on like the weird fanaticism of Godzilla killing people, but then people still love him. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of um, Gamera. Gamera. Did you ever see those movies, James? I think so. Is he the weird? Um, well, remind me. He's the me. turtle. He's the knockoff of Godzilla. He's the he, turtle. He yeah. and he's so he's so lame. But he's like a kid friendly <laughs> version. And you see all these little kids like always running after him, having these like mental connections with him and stuff like that. Like it kind of gets to that point of fanaticism almost with Godzilla. But it's like, but Godzilla kills people. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you know what it reminds me of. You know. Causes major destruction, kills people, and yet is constantly uh, forgiven and adored is Magneto in the X-Men prequels. Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah. He's Magneto. It's like he can get away with anything. They never arrest him or nothing. Well, they arrest him in in some of the earlier ones, right? Yeah, they arrest him, but he gets out. They they, they break him out, usually. Yeah, that's true. We need him. But like, uh, especially X-Men Apocalypse. Like oh, yeah. he's he's probably killed hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people, and then oh, yeah. Xavier just is okay with him but, walking away. Yeah. <laughs> All right, old chum. Just head towards that sunset and don't do it again. <laughs> That's right. Oh, <laughs> and we'll he doesn't have pass. his mask on, so Xavier could totally stop him. But he won't. <laughs> you know, at least Godzilla vs Kong was more thought through than that. But there was just like <laughs> little things like that where it was like, yeah, you remember killing eight people? You remember? Uh, destroying Hong Kong, gonna do something about him. You do need a deterrent, like Mecha Godzilla was supposed to be, by mm. someone with actual ethics. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that 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 like teeters on like the villain actually having like a good cause, but doing it the wrong way. I think uh, I, I think uh, Millie's character. What, what what was her name in the in the movie? Oh, uh, I think it was called Useless. Useless. That, that... Yeah. <laughs> No, this time it was seven. I don't remember. Seven. Seven. <laughs> seven, seven eleven. That's awesome. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think she brings up some point where um, 
she's like yelling at one of the lab guys and and blaming them for the Godzilla attack because it doesn't it happen at the facility in Florida? Yeah, well, because they, Tyree Henry's character was saying the same thing because they had the brain pain and like yeah. They, the Godzilla sensed that there was another alpha it. and yeah, yeah, they provoked it. So I think that's where the blame lands. It's just not on the news, you know, right. it wasn't on CNN or anything. <laughs> well, I know, but like the, like the, the people that don't have like all the information, like they just see, okay, on the news, it said Godzilla stomped and killed eight people. Right. right. And then two weeks, and then two weeks later, oh, we just let him go back in the ocean. Yeah. I would be like, what the heck? Right. Yeah, put that lizard in guy. chains. Out. <laughs> Where's yeah. the trial? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. see, I would, I would think that they would show like protests and stuff of like, right. why protect Godzilla, right? Or they or should. Kong or anything. Well, they don't put him in a giant three or trillion dollar like holographic dome. I mean, they've got one on Skull Island. Why they lock Godzilla up in that? You yeah, know, just turn on yeah. the Alpha Brain, let Godzilla come in, and then shut the Alpha Brain off. <laughs> That's all you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> apparently <laughs> so did they ever explain why they had kong in that habitat poorly but the, yes yeah it was I, it I, was when I, so kong in in the kong skull island you remember it was surrounded by like the storm this never-ending storm like electric magnetic stuff. storm yeah uh, and apparently apparently that storm was like closing in on skull island and that's what wiped out the tribe and so it wasn't, it was no longer like safe. And so it was kind of, it wasn't to keep him out or to keep him from getting out. It was to protect him and protect his environment. And to keep mm-hmm. him hidden from Godzilla because they were worried about Godzilla yes. detecting him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. I just couldn't remember. I know they had like some quick little like two sentence thing about it, but I, I, I kept thinking like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just leave him alone. <laughs> right. But okay, that makes more sense. See, some sometimes this expository dialogue has to like have the right meaning in it, or else it's just like action sequence, action sequence. We don't know what happened, but it's happening. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which this kind of suffers from that. I mean, a little bit more explanation would have been nice, or a little bit more expository dialogue. I don't know. Like you're, you're either going to have really weak dialogue or you're going to have Christopher Nolan dialogue and over explain it. Mm-hmm. Or you just need to do what Ken Watanabe said in the first Godzilla. Let them fight. Yes. <laughs> That's what I want. Perfect. I just want them to fight. And I want them to bring Ken Watanabe back. Come on. Yeah. Brian Carson, oh. John C. Riley. Somebody. On. You need somebody. But, but then when they start milking Godzilla franchise to death again, it will be uh, like Ken Watanabe said in the second Godzilla movie. Let me die. <laughs> yes, he did say that. <laughs> he basically uh, said. No, he, he didn't. basically said. That was perfect. That was Great good. Setup. I didn't know where it was going. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, is is I, I I none of these movies are are bad, but they're not top tier for me. They're always enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than the first Godzilla, I would say they're all pretty much worth a rewatch. Yeah, absolutely. So, I've watched, I like the first one. I've watched it uh, more than once. I mean, Brian Cranston, uh, yeah. he's, he's not in it long enough, but no. he's excellent in that movie. He is. Uh, and um, when he goes, I mean, Aaron Taylor Johnson's boring, but some of the Godzilla scenes are fun. Um, I don't know. I liked it. It's 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 kind of weak, but yeah, they're all, they're all four are good. They're watchable. They're fun, you know, stupid monster stuff. It's cool. Yeah. 
Any final words on Godzilla vs. Kong? I don't think we have anything else to really say about it. No, I mean, it, the movie speaks for itself. The fight scenes were good. I I, I, yeah. I, I think they were perfect length. Um, it's fun It's fun that one you think is going to end, and then it just picks up right again. So I, I enjoyed it. It's a good movie. Um, it's not going to win any Oscars, but I loved it. So, yeah. So I guess we can move on to what we're watching. Yeah, uh, well, I'll, I did go to the theaters. I... Uh... I didn't think I would have an opportunity. If I knew I was going to have an opportunity, I probably would have watched Godzilla versus Kong in theaters. Uh, but it was a couple of days later, and um, I went to go see Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Nice. Oh yeah. That I mean, it's not necessarily a, a you know has to see in cinema type thing, but man, it's fun to be back in the cinema. It's been a it's been a hot minute. Um, but yeah, it's a fun movie, man. It's from the same writer as John Wick. Definitely has a similar feel at times. Bob Odenkirk was great in the lead. Um, he just has so much range, you know. I mean, obviously he started off as comedy. We've seen him do drama, and uh, here he is doing action. Like it's just so <laughs> cool seeing like not your like. I saw an interview with him on uh, James Corden, I guess, and he was saying how you know. I guess he came up with the idea. Like he had a break in and he came up with this idea of like, what would it be like for a regular guy to fight back? <clears throat> and he was like, you know, you watch movies and they, they say it's a regular guy, but it's usually just like, this is Bob Odenkirk's joke. It's usually just Jason Statham in glasses, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> he's like, I want to see like a regular guy. And, um, and man, like it's got some cool fight scenes, cool action scenes, um, and he's just a, he's a cool character. Like he's really interesting. Um, and, and it did pretty well for COVID standards. Um, people and, and critics liked it. Like it, that was surprising. I, I, I love the first trailer, but then I was seeing it was getting really good reviews. And so I'm like, I was really anxious. I'm like, I want to see this. And so I got a chance, totally worth it. You know, it's totally worth it when you guys get a chance to see it. Just a lot of fun, not a lot of depth. Like it's not once again, kind of like, I think it's, better written than Godzilla versus Kong, but, um, it, uh, yeah, it's just a fun movie, fun action movie. Cool. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that one's been on my radar. That first trailer, like really blew me away. I'm a big Bob Odenkirk fan and I, I'm definitely interested in seeing that. So that's good to hear. Um, I got one really good movie that I just watched and one really bad movie <laughs> starting with the bad. Black Beauty on Disney Plus. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that didn't look good. It huh. was, I mean, I didn't watch Taylor or anything. I just turned it on. I was like, whatever. I remember the book. The book was good. Um, the whole thing is narrated by the point of view from the horse, which that's, drives me nuts. That's weird. Yeah, yeah it seems that's... like a like a post-production thing. Like they were trying to save it. Like it doesn't make sense. Oh, just have the horse talk. <laughs> do, do you know it's the horse right away? Or do you find out at the end? Yeah. That's no, awful. <laughs> Because it, it starts off, and I don't know who does the voiceover. It's horrible. It's Kate Winslet. Oh, ah, uh. yeah. That's actually one of the things that like made me watch the trailer. I heard Kate, and it, it was one of these. It was a late ad. It was the film that had basically already been filmed, and then and they added her. You know, you they tell. did that uh, with audio stuff, and um, and so I'm like, oh, I like Kate Winslet. I watched the trailer, and I just was not interested. Yeah, no, it it is it, it shows. It's like. You could have gone with like a boring, like basically like a boring 90s horse movie, which is um, it sounds like what they had before the voiceover. But then, yeah, you have this voice and it's just like, 
I was born in a field on a beautiful day, and there's my mother. It's like, what? <laughs> this is horrible. And then, oh, like, geez. the horse says things, like, uses human words, right. which doesn't make any sense. And then they had to sell the farm because we couldn't find the fire extinguisher. What? You know, how do you know that word? <laughs> how do you know, know, how do you know as a horse? <laughs> and then, um, uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones? The guy with the dead arm in Game of Thrones is, is the oh, main that one uh, that played Jamie Lannister. That, what? Jamie Lannister's character, uh, actor that played, no, the dead arm. What other guy? That was, um, oh gosh, I, I, I'm always bad with the names on Game of Thrones. He, but okay. Then, yeah. Ian Glenn. Ian, oh, okay. He was Jorah Mormont. Jorah. You know, that was always bowing to the queen. Oh, right, right. The okay. right-hand man, he got, like, that sickness on his arm and whatever, and had to the leave stone, and come back. Yeah, the stone. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, he is <laughs> awful. <laughs> you don't you don't know what type of accent he's trying to do, because he'll sound Australian and then Texan and then English. What the heck? <laughs> it is baffling baffling i don't know they could have gone with like a nobody and have anybody do better it was so weird seeing him trying to do whatever he was trying to do it's all right so yeah there's (laughs) freaking black beauty for you but the really good one promising young woman yes i saw this yeah that's what everyone loves so i'm gonna have to watch it first you go first you talk about it it was it was awesome, and it was. Uh, I mean, I've seen the trailers. I didn't know what kind of tone it was going to take because sometimes the trailer kind of you know skews it. But I mean, it's a it's a really interesting take on a revenge film, more really? or less. That's the huh. way I see it. Huh. And somebody trying to get over uh, you know personal trauma. It's just it's really well done. It's uh, surprisingly very enjoyable for how dark the subject matter is, mm. especially the ending, like the the gotcha at the end. When you think like everything is just hopeless, yeah. I won't give it away because it's a huge, mm. it's a huge twist. But like, it's still an enjoyable ending, even after getting so dark. Mm. I did not see that. And who was it? Is it Carrie Mulligan? Yeah. She's fantastic. Man. She's great. Yeah. And even Bo Burnham, who's usually, I mean, he's kind of a jokester here too, but I mean, he's so fun to watch with her. He's really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it um it was really it was one of these that sticks with you. Like I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And um I I said I think I think she's gonna be up there. Well she should be her character with like Travis Bickle, you know, De Niro and Taxi Driver. I mean it's it's not mm. the same. Uh same thing with like Arthur Fleck and Joker. Uh it's there it's not the same. She's not as psychotic, but you know, she's got some some issues and it, and it goes in places that I didn't think it would go, especially from the trailer. And, um, but she's a very interesting character and, um, Emerald Fennel, you know, she is her first, first movie she wrote first movie she directed. And it was, man, the writing and directing were, were really good. Like, I'm really interested to see what else she does. Cause it, it had a lot of depth. As I said, I couldn't stop thinking about it. It's one of these that like, yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. Like, it's just, it's a really well-made film. Yeah, definitely a must-see. That's like super, like surprising, enjoyable flick. I'm glad I finally got to see it after seeing the trailer months and months ago. Yeah, but yeah, definitely highly recommended. Yeah, definitely hmm. some, some Hitchcock vibes. Uh, I want to say even some Scorsese vibes, but it's it's very much the, its own film. Um, I was thinking kind of Driver vibes. Uh, what's that director's yeah. name? Uh, uh, Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Mulligan's in that too. Yeah. 
Hmm. Kind of get a little bit of that up to the beginning, too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll have to check it out because I, I know you uh, messaged me about it, how you, much you liked it. And I was going to squeeze yeah. it in, but I've watched a lot. I've been watching mainly shows. Um, yeah. But uh, I did see a couple movies, one really good one and one really bad one. I don't know that it was really good, but the kids watched it like three times. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You're, what was that? You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bigfoot Family. It was actually <laughs> hilarious. What? <laughs> yeah. It's on Netflix. It's pretty good. Kids loved oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. It doesn't look bad, actually. When you watch it, it looks pretty good. Um, All right, James. Is, I, I have to ask, is this Adam Sandler Presents Bigfoot Family? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Okay. But the, oh, the, it's animated. So it's animated, that. and okay. it's it, it's a cheesy storyline, but it's actually it actually ends up being really good. I watched it uh, with the kids both times, and it was it was actually pleasant. I didn't it didn't irritate me. Lucy's watched it three or four times on her own. Um, oh my god, she loves it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's pretty good. And then uh, I watched the it was it was number one last week in on Netflix, which doesn't say anything. But uh, we watched What Lies Below last night, mm. and that one was it was different. It was there. It was it had the worst acting I'd ever seen in the beginning, and I almost didn't. I almost shut it off. I was gonna do it. I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but I just stuck oh. with it, and it, it got to a point where it was gonna be good. Like, wow, this is actually interesting, and then it get really creepy. Got really creepy on me, like like creepy uncle, and we were like, oh, what is this dude's deal? I don't know if I can keep watching this, and then it got really weird. <laughs> so I kept watching it, and then it ended horribly. So. Don't waste your time. What is, what is that one about? Tell me, James. What Lies Below is about um, a mother daughter who go to a cabin, and the girl was at like the daughter was at like like summer camp or something, and uh, she comes home to find out her mom is now in love with this like uh, this guy. He just doesn't wear a shirt ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's almost like it, it's almost ridiculous very objectifying but uh he's like this like younger hunk and she's in love and she's gonna get married with him but he's like creepy towards her like he's like um hitting on her and and all that but then it turns out he's not because he's actually an alien and he's trying to use them to breed pod people oh my gosh what (laughs) 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 yeah that's what it is that's what it is that's what oh, ends up I, happening. I just figured you misspoke and you were talking about what lies beneath. No, right. no, I've seen that one. That's with yeah. uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like, like that movie. That weird, kind of. But then, okay. No, no, no. Yeah. This is this is what lies below. This is one of these <laughs> Netflix original movies, like what they make, you know, a dime a dozen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's basically like the F tier of like the Blumhouse straight to. It felt like <laughs> Blumhouse. Yeah, it actually felt like yeah. Blumhouse a little not bit. Not the good Blumhouse because no. it was good Blumhouse movie. Not, the, not the good <laughs> There's ones. There's some crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, as, as far as the shows I watched, Invincible, that's one you guys should watch, check out. It's animated. It's on Prime. It blew me away. I really liked it. Good, good stellar cast uh, from the creators of The Walking Dead, the comic, not the show, good. I don't think. Okay. Because the comic's invincible. It's based on the comic. Uh, it has some of the same actors from Walking Dead, like Steven Noon. It's got a bunch of familiar people. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You, yeah. Sh- you should check it out. I want to check it out, but I, I, I refuse to do the week-to-week thing with it. Right. I'm wait till like a week before the final episode and then i'll just start watching it like <laughs> yeah like that's, yeah it doesn't look interesting enough for me to wait week to week and i get i get tired of that sometimes well and i i've i've watched um i kind of got into it late so i had like what four but now 
I think there's a new one coming. I don't know. I have to look. I don't know how, what number I'm on, but it just it just was too fast, and I wanted more. So yeah, right. I, I get that. But uh, it, it's good. And then we finished the center season three. Not as good as the other seasons. Um, one and two are really good. And then we watched the serpent, which is also high on the uh, Netflix list. And that was just exhausting. It kept feeling like it was going to be good, and then it just wasn't. Um, you yeah. can't trust that list. You no, trust you that can't. List. No, you can't. But that's why I do it for, for you and and you <laughs> and all of you out there. <laughs> so you don't. But you know to. that list is full of crap. Like number one in the U.S. today. No, it's not. No, yeah. there's no way. Well, the yeah. Tiger King was on that list once, and it was crap. But people liked it. Some people like crap. I mean, people still watched it, though. Some <laughs> yes. of those, I'm like, how do people have an interest in this? I don't know. I haven't heard anybody else talking about <laughs> this. How is this in the top ten? I don't know. But see, see, if you plus, if you, they put it in the top ten, you watch it just even like a minute of it, and it oh sure Netflix has a view. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. The, the people aren't completing these movies. I mean, even even Justice League was they were saying, you know, it had like all these different views, but Nobody very few it. completions. Oh, yeah. Four hours. That wasn't that was HBO. So right. Yeah, that makes sense. And Netflix keeps their numbers way closer to heart, so we yeah. just have to go for what they tell us. <laughs> right. Basically, um, I totally forgot. Um, Apple TV Plus came in handy. I saw Cherry. Oh, uh, the Russo that. Brothers' yeah. new movie. Yeah. And it's it's hasn't been getting the greatest reviews, but uh, me and Charlie really liked it. Hmm. It's it's one of these that it was adapted from a book, and they've kind of ma- made it into its own thing. So there's some fans of the book that are not a fan of it. Hmm. Um, gosh, I almost said Tom Hiddleston again. Um, but gosh, it's such a powerful story. It's not the best movie. It's definitely not on par with um, Promising Young Woman. But man, it, it hits you hard though. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I, I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't dislike it. I was just kind of meh on it. Um, Tom Holland's really good. Uh, the cast is really good. It's just, um, and then some of the writing, like the way he, the way he narrated, I, I enjoyed. Um, and the cinematography's really good. Uh, the ending is the only thing that bothered me. Oh. The flash forward. Yeah, it's like, come on, you it's know. A sloppy. Yeah, a little tied together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. I watched what also like you guys. One good, one bad. Not, I mean, I guess two good since Promising Young Woman, but we won't, we won't count that. So, the bad hillbilly elegy. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Uh, it yeah. was one of these, you know, like <laughs> I like Amy Adams. Ron Howard can have some good movies from time to time. The trailer I wasn't interested in, and then it just got terrible reviews, so I wasn't going to watch it. But then, you know, Glenn Close got nominated. And I'm like, eh, I'll watch it. <laughs> it was so bad. I'm going to. I know it's technically a 2020, but I'm going to save that and put that in my bottom five this coming year. Ooh. Spoiler alert for the end of the. <laughs> nice. um, it was terrible. It was really bad. Yeah. The, the Glenn the Glenn Close nomination. Really quick. Sorry. Um, I I think they're just wanting to give her an award because she was mm-hmm. barely in that movie. Yeah. And she it wasn't anything great. It's like talk with a southern accent. Okay, I got it. Her hundred friend of her. That's that's her whole character. That's her whole acting ability in that movie. Well, it's a makeup thing, you know. Like yeah. she doesn't look like Glenn Close. So, oh my yeah. gosh, Glenn Close is amazing in this. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it was bad. Um, and then I watched a movie that James told me about, but I also oh, saw the trailer yeah. and it looked good. So two plus two, you know, or I take both things. But Love and Monsters, man, I that's was a fun movie. 
It's a lot of fun. Um, Dylan O'Brien, Michael Rooker. It actually it got nominated for visual effects, and it's just it's a lot of fun. That's a good that's a good movie. That, I'd like to see sequels for that. You know, I don't know if they will, but it I, was cool. Yeah, the CGI was really good. The uh, uh, it's got um, just a, a good vibe through it, like a never give up, and and then you know, a nice little twist. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really don't tell really me. I actually it. bought it on a whim. Did I you really? Yet. Oh, I won't oh. tell you. Oh man, no. Yeah, you did a good job there then buying it. <laughs> yeah, Will O'Brien is excellent as the lead. Like he's so likable and funny and interesting, um, and he plays it like the range for it like really well, like the awkward, but then also like uh, I don't know. It's it's good. Uh, I enjoyed cool. it. Good to hear. Yeah, I think I made a. I think I made a good. Uh, you know, buying choice with that one, even though I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I do that sometimes. Even with video games, I'm like, this one looks kind of interesting. I'll give it a shot. Um, but James, I got to tell you, I knowingly bought another movie that I know is going to be bad. That you're going to uh, be upset for me for saying. I am. That. But I know, I know it's going to be bad. I know it's going to be bad. It's Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I see, I almost watched that. Uh... Huh. I went to Redbox and they didn't promising a young woman wasn't there. And I'm like, should I get Monster Hunter? I'm like, no, I'll just rent it from Prime. So <laughs> that's the one James where the trailer's like, I guess we're the Gardens of Galaxy you now. Oh, that's yeah. right. Or whatever. That's right. Which, uh, just FYI, anybody listening, if uh, TI tells you something, don't listen to him. He has a lot of personal now, issues. I want you to know. <laughs> personal issues. I've seen Monster Hunter. Um, what? Yep, I did see it. Jackie and I rented it one night. I think it was our Redbox free rental because there wasn't okay. much choices going on. And how how was it? It wasn't horrible. It was actually entertaining. Uh, we did finish it. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty think. sure. No, I think we did. No, we did. We did. We did finish it. Um, it's kind of similar to. It kind of has a, a similar storyline to Godzilla versus Kong because there's this it, there's this mist. And they just appear in this weird world, you know? Yeah. Um, it, there was parts that were really good. I, I'll admit it. I was, it grabbed me. I watched it. Kind of reminded me of the Mia uh, from the first Resident Evil before I got tired of those, you know, because there are just too many of them. But um, I was already tired by the first one. There's some yeah. pretty good guns and there's some good action. And then it kind of lost me. It kind of lost me. You just get bored. You just get tired of it. Yeah. It's all. That's all. Yeah. Um, the, I almost saw that in theaters because yeah. uh, I had, I was hungry for, you know, to go to the theaters. And um, <laughs> the first trailer. What? Desperate, huh? Right, right, right. Yeah, desperate. The, the first trailer was fun. But then the second trailer, when they tried to th- show you the humor in the movie, <laughs> mm. the second trailer was like, I'm not going to see that. Like. <laughs> I mean, plus I also knew like the director and the and and the cast aren't really trustworthy. Like, so um, I mean, I still might watch it at some point. Um, so we'll see. I'm just warning you, James. I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna rip it apart. Oh, I know yeah, you will. Already, it already looks there, like trash. There's a couple of parts where I'm like, yeah, Robert's gonna hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That whole trailer. I hated that whole trailer. <laughs> I I thought there was no redeeming factors of it. And it's uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, right? Yeah. 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 Which trailer? The the one with the humor in it or the. Yeah. 
Oh, that was bad. Yeah. That was just bad. Um, I've been watching Made for Love with Kristen Milioti on HBO Max. Have you guys checked that out? No. I like it. It's um, one of the creators is Patrick Somerville, who did Maniac. Mm. Uh, remember that show with Yeah, Stone? I love Maniac. And um, and Kristen Milioti is is great as the lead. And um, Ray Romano plays her dad, and he's just classic Ray. Um, <laughs> he's he's been he's been really good, man. I, you know, the past couple of years, Irishman and The Big Sick, and come <laughs> on, Ray. Um, yeah. It's 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 fun. So it's weird the way HBO is doing it. They did it's like a half hour show, mm-hmm. and it premiered last week, and they showed three episodes. Oh, weird. And then and then this week they showed three more episodes. Oh, and then yeah. I guess it said at the last episode it had like credit or a preview for the next week, and it said you know next week on the last two episodes. And I'm like, wait, hmm. it's gonna be over in three weeks? I mean, this is weird. Um, so I, I don't know. I guess there's only two episodes left, but um, there's some really cool parts. There was some slow parts, um, but I'd say it's worth watching. Check cool. it out. All right. Cool. I have to check that one out for sure. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I was wondering because I haven't heard anything else about it. So that's good to know. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That's it. That's it for me. Sweet. Yeah. So you guys going to watch them? No. No. Probably not. No. I, I've never even heard of this. What is them? It's a horror TV show on Prime that looks just like us. Yeah. And it's, uh, <laughs> and it, and it's it even has like. It looked like almost like it's a sequel. Yeah. No, it's not. I don't think it is. It's not. But it almost looked like <laughs> no. it. Yeah. But like, I mean, some of the cast members even look alike. Like they even have like a girl that looks like Elizabeth Moss in it. And like, like it's just, it's, I was not interested at all. <laughs> okay. um, I am going to check out The Nevers. Uh, uh, and I want to check out Mayor of East Town with Kate Winslet. Cool. So those are coming soon. Cool. Right on. You guys been watching uh, the Mighty Ducks, the new one? No, no. no. It's, it's actually pretty good. What about uh, <laughs> what about uh, the uh, Falcon and um, Winter yes. Soldier? You watching that? I I haven't seen the most recent episode, okay. but I've been really enjoying it. But I got to tell you, the second trailer for Loki came out, and oh. dang, I am getting more and more excited for that. Yes, that one looks that from the from the first time they showed trailers of any, and I didn't see any of the shows. Loki was the one I wanted to see the most, and that new trailer was fire. Like Owen Wilson oh. looks great. Like yeah, it looks really good. How cool! What would you yeah, think of the? Watch oh. the new one right before this. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two episodes were. A little underwhelming for me, um, but the last two have been fun. They're good. I mean, it's not amazing, but it's it's been what I expected, <laughs> like a solid show. Cool. What did you guys think of the uh, Suicide Squad, uh, the newest trailer? He looks oh, good. Frick. Yes, yes. <laughs> that is my kind of crazy comic book stuff, man. That yes. James James Gunn knows what knows what to do with these characters, and yeah. you can tell most of them are going to die, and it's yeah. going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just the kind of humor, like you're the so voice well. for King Shark. Yeah, yeah. Sylvester Stallone, man. Come on, what in the world? That it's is awesome. like perfect for him. It is. It is silver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Gunn knows what's up. That looks like so much fun. Yeah. If uh, if things don't reopen up here soon enough to see Black Widow in theaters, then that is going to be my first movie back in the theaters. Right. Mm. Has to be. 
I can just see like a whole like theater full of people just like freaking laughing at something horrible in that yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Anything else? I'm good. Yeah. Well, it seems like that's it for us. All right. Well, I guess uh, this concludes this episode. I don't know what we'll have next. I don't know what's coming out and what we'll talk about, but we'll find something or I'll find something. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> yeah. James, James, you always find something. Always find I will. Something. I'll, I'll look under a rock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>